person. And as right. I'm getting like older, like I'm just like, I'm like, hmm. Mm-hmm. I know I want to get married, but it's like, do I even know what that entails to even one day right. be like, you know? And so to go into this next question, what would mm-hmm. be three to five characteristics? Um, mm-hmm. Oh my God. Oh, three to five characteristics to look for in a partner mm-hmm. um, or a significant other? Um, it's very subjective. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I love the saying, I've said it often, that uh, what you lack in childhood, you seek as an adult. Mm-hmm. So that has a lot to do with this question because what you lacked in childhood, you're still going to seek through in, in your adulthood, whether it's through other adults, uh, whether it's trying to fill voids with other people. So it's you got to be careful because that could be a scary thing. Um, if you don't have enough self-worth your boundary system is shaky your foundation is shaky um your self-esteem your confidence is shaky well one of the characteristics for that person could be i want someone to validate me i want someone to tell me i'm worth it and i'm worthy but that's putting that power externally when it needs to be internally so it's very subjective um personally for me i know some of the characteristics that i was looking for um was someone i could trust and not infidelity wise, uh, way more deeper than that. Trust that I can give my heart to you. And we talked about at the top of this. Mm-hmm. Trust that you can hold space to allow me to grow and to evolve as I'm going through the motions. We're all still young. So I, I'm not complete yet. I, I, I would never want to be complete. So as long as that's okay with you and as long as you provide that space for me, great. Um, the other thing that was important for me was someone's character. You know, someone's integrity is, is extremely important um, for me. One sec, I'll shut this. Um, someone's integrity and character is extremely important um, because that's going to tell me a lot about how we're going to operate. <laughs> um, so that helps. I think another characteristic for me was um, someone who is going to be a great figure and whatever they they wanted to do with this figure this this role to my daughter uh that was extremely important to me and then also um you know motherhood skills as well um wanting to have more kids in the future that was also something i was looking for um and someone i could grow with that was also something i was really um was high on my list but again it's very subjective you know you could ask that question uh to 10 people and they can give you you know 50 answers if they each gave you five uh that's it for me and also too my that's it for me now today mm-hmm. and when i was you know looking really looking at at 30 31 32 uh post my you know exes and doing some work and changing some some necessary things that i need to in my life um, but if you would ask me this at 22 years old, uh, I don't think I would have given you <laughs> half of those answers. So it'd yeah, be completely different. <laughs> you said right. It makes right. completely different things because as you like grow and you know evolve and then learn, you also mm-hmm. learn what you don't necessarily want in right. in a partner and what you do want, and also yeah. things, oh maybe I need to change what I do want and change uh, my standards. I just thought of two questions that 
that like aren't on the sure. paper. But um, no uh, this question I saw, I saw, I saw on TikTok, and the thing mm-hmm. is, um, they they um say, um, pe- people should marry. Okay, I'm gonna break it down. If you mm-hmm. were to uh, meet a person, right? And you're like, okay, cool, that person. They were saying you should be okay to marry that person if they never change. And so Mm. not in the hopes Mm. of if they they change. change. Do you kind of like understand my meaning? I can't eloquently say it, but like. No, 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 I I get it. Yeah. yeah. Is it that person, like, you know, never changes? Are you okay with that type of situation? So that was the first yeah. question. That's 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 great. Um, that's tough. That's a really good question. I guess I I go a little bit of like a couple steps back to think I don't know if I would have gotten myself involved with someone like that to begin with. You know, if I would have caught the red flags, I wouldn't go into it like. Ooh, if I give it the JD special, you know, program that yeah. they'll be able to change. I wouldn't go yeah. into it like that. I'm like, oh, this is people will show you who they are. It's up mm-hmm. to you whether or not you want to believe it. If you're showing me who you are and you continue to show up this way, it's up to me to believe it or not. So yeah. I will take you for face value. I'll take your resume that you continue to hand in and I'll say, okay, this is either for me or it's not for me. The same thing with a job. Let's compare love to work. But at the end of the day, it's the same thing. Not every company is going to be right for you. Yeah. And you won't be right for every company. So it's the same thing with people. So again, I wouldn't, I don't think I would even have gotten to that step of like, I've been wanting you to change. You're not changing. Why aren't you changing? Like it would, it would be way before that, that I would catch it again. Now, <laughs> today, <laughs> like 22, 22 year old, totally <laughs> different. 22. I'm like, let's figure this out together. And it probably wouldn't have been good. So, yeah. And that's what a lot of people my age, you know, 22, yeah. about to be 22. We're like, let's just figure it out. Yeah. Just know. jump. Right. No, yeah. we got it. There has to be some intention. And that's why right, I say right. I'm an old lady. And that's why I feel like I probably I feel like I'm so um selective on like who yeah. I want to be with. And then people in the past used to say, oh, my, you don't like nobody. I said, I don't like their internal. Like I was like, I don't like what what I see. I feel as though. I can see a person, not just for like the outside, they could look cute, but they could be ugly on the inside. And that's very important. And I feel like um, people need to be like attuned to that. Not just like a cute face is not everything. And even like growing up bigger and stuff like that, people would like discount me because I'm thicker, I'm bigger. I had hips at a very young age and dudes didn't like me when I was younger or, or like, Dudes may have liked me, um, but it was girls telling me, uh, you're fat, you're this, you're that. And I feel like it doesn't necessarily matter what the outside <clears throat> look is. Of course, keep yourself up, be like, you know, healthy. Sure. But just some things you can't control a body type. You can't control right, right, right. if you have curves or not. It, um, you yeah. can't control if you have fat in this area to some sure. extent. You have to like, it doesn't always matter what it is on the outside, but it doesn't matter what it is on yeah. the inside of a person. Yeah. And that's what I'm referring to. Some people, mm-hmm. they could be the best looking thing, but they mm-hmm. can also be the most horrible person on the inside. So I feel like that's 
that yeah. I don't know why I said this, but um, I felt well. Like- <laughs> I'll, I'll add I'll add to it, and I'll, I'll quote mm-hmm. another fellow Chicagoan, Mr. Kanye, and he Mr. says, Kanye. The, the, right? He says the prettiest people do the ugliest things. So basically, in a nutshell, what you're mm-hmm. saying, and also too, like back to that redirection, that rejection. Mm-hmm. As you yeah. said, you always were a bigger girl. There are guys who you would be their type. There are other guys who yeah. you wouldn't be, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just redirection. And like my yeah. people always say, go, go where you are appreciated and not tolerated. Right. And, and value, I used to have yeah. this problem when, yeah. like, you know, growing up of always trying to prove myself that I am worthy to somebody mm-hmm. and that I am valuable and like, oh, why don't you like me? And then I would try to be who they wanted me to be, or I would try to like find a way to be like, okay, well, if you don't like me, you're going to like me. Like I'm going to prove right. it to you. Like, I was like, prove Oh, you, everybody's yeah. going to like me, which that's mm-hmm. very, very unhealthy. And then people, even if you do try, they still not going to like you. And they're mm-hmm. still going to treat you like trash because, yeah. uh, because they know you're there to get mm-hmm. them to like you. So, and so they're, uh, therefore, they're going to fake like they like you and they're going mm-hmm. to belittle you in the process and then make you feel even lower than what you already feel because right. you're trying to get somebody to love you, to appreciate you. And I'm just so thankful I have not done that in in like, you know, a very like, you know, romantic sense. I haven't done it. Thank God my brain wasn't trying to do that to me. Thank God it's just mm-hmm. been in like, you know, friendships. But I'm like, I say, thank God I was not mm-hmm. on that type of time when I was... Yeah at my like you know um you know uh, other college because if i i could have hurt myself so bad i thank god every day i was not trying to do that i think i i had that kind of like mindset but it wasn't always there but i had that kind of being like you ugly on this and i'm not necessarily gonna deal with you because i don't like who you are even though Mm -hmm. you validate me i don't need validation that much to where i'm like oh you a little right. something, something. I don't, I don't want to get my heart broke in that sense. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. that was my little tangent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a Maya's uh, take. Yeah, a Maya's take. <laughs> so what, what is the biggest misconception of marriage? Or would you say? What is your biggest misconception? Or not your, but like people's yeah. misconception about it. I'm looking what was yours mm-hmm. going into it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know because I, I had done a lot of um, I spent a lot of time in thought with marriage um, I was definitely a serial relationship dater um, but marriage was always like the, the another level that I just uh, I wasn't sure how I would be and I wasn't sure what to think of it um I will say nothing really changes. <laughs> um, that was like a misconception of mine. It was like, we're married now. It's like, everything's different. Nothing's different. Uh, but also we, we lived together prior to marriage. So that mm-hmm. I'm sure has a lot to do with it too. Um, if someone doesn't live you know, together and then you do when you get married, it's going to change everything. But um, yeah, so already living together, nothing really changed. Um, I will say a misconception that I had was I'm trying to think how to put it. Um, I 
I guess that's not a misconception <laughs> now that I think about it, because I, I guess I was pretty, pretty aware of it. Um, I guess just how much work, I, I guess, is where I was, I was leaning towards. Um, I knew it was where everyone says marriages work, marriages work. But again, that's also subjective. And I think part of why it is so much work for other people and maybe not for others is um, how much self-work you've done on yourself, how much self-awareness you have, how much have you um, kind of gotten rid of the baggage before you showed up to, to the destination, so to speak. So unfortunately, I didn't really do that that well in my department. So I was really working on myself for myself, but also knowing what my wife deserved and what she didn't. So that was a lot of work. So I didn't realize like how much was, was really involved. And um, I think what is also nice, I don't know if it's a misconception or not, but what is very, um, what I love about marriage, I think the most is knowing that I'm not alone in dealing with things. Um, so again, that's like a personal thing for me, whereas I've always felt alone from childhood up until long time through adulthood. So um, knowing that I have help, knowing that I can ask for help, which is a whole nother thing too, <laughs> um, is, is healthy. It's so healthy um, for so many different reasons. So yeah, I mean, I didn't really answer your question, the biggest misconception, because <laughs> again, I had done a lot of research mm -hmm. prior to marriage, but um, how much work and then knowing that I'm not alone in it is uh, very helpful. Okay, I would say my, which those are great points. And I would say, you know, I'm not married, single, uh, been single mm -hmm. my whole life. Um, mm -hmm. I would say, <laughs> I would say to even like witness a marriage, I would say, the um the um things I would think a marriage is um I feel like for me I what what is the quote-unquote work that everybody yeah um, like you know refers to when they say marriage is so much work and you're like mm. okay but what is it because nobody necessarily refers to it and they just say marriage sure. is, is like it's great but it's a whole lot of work you know so could you yeah elaborate without okay yeah <laughs> no 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 I, I, that's a, that's a better way to, to um for me to understand it i think um again it's back to what we were talking about earlier and how you have two different people coming together to try to be essentially as one and 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 move forward together um that's tough it's tough for a, a whole bunch of reasons i think for us it was really hard because we had to grow up really fast individually. So, and we also had to do a lot of things by ourselves for ourselves. We couldn't really count on people, couldn't really trust other people. So now you have those two people coming together and we still have our like fight or flight. I can't trust you, but it's like, but I love you. Mm -hmm. Great. So how does this work then? You know what I mean? How do I ask for help? How do I trust you that I, that you will help me, that you have the best intentions? And a lot of this is just trial and error. It's practice. It's actually saying, okay, here's an opportunity. Here you go. You know, and even, even if that person drops the ball and drops that opportunity, that, that it's not the last time you have to give an opportunity to them. You know what I mean? You can continue. Maybe they had a bad day or maybe you asked too much. Uh, maybe you could have taken some of the, uh, the load off. So I think understanding that two different people are coming together, like manage your expectations. You're going to have tough times and that is okay as long as there's more good than, than ways the bad, that's a healthy, successful relationship or marriage in this case. Um, but the work is, um, I think is sharing you with somebody 
And that's why I say to like the younger generation, this is the time, <laughs> the decade, in my opinion, to be as selfish as you want to be. It's about be me, as, baby. <laughs> it's all about you. It is all <laughs> about you. And mm-hmm. it's all about you. Be as selfish as you need, mm-hmm. as selfish as you want. And and like be almost unapologetic. Don't be an asshole, but like be unapologetic with as as much as you love yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it's not always going to be that way if you if you're looking to settle down one day, yeah. right? So enjoy that. And we don't even have kids of our own together yet. So that's mm-hmm. like a whole nother thing. So mm-hmm. enjoy this time to be selfish, to trial and error, to travel, to learn, to unlearn, to relearn, just everything. Just have as many experiences in life as you can before you have to compromise and before it's not all about you, <laughs> right? And before you have to ask before you do something or ask before you buy something, right? Enjoy this time because it's, I mean, I said I was 30, mm-hmm. right? When I met my wife. So if, if you're 22, like I had, if I was in your shoes back, mm-hmm. I would have had eight years then. Time flies. Eight years is nothing. Trust me. It's nothing. And see, we feel like, like, you know, time doesn't fly. We're just like watching paint dry. It feel like to some people, like, <laughs> or to me yeah. to be like, like, I don't know what it is. And now it's been like, you know what? Maybe I do want to spend more time with, with like, right. like you know, myself to get to know myself. So when that person does come right. into my life, I can at least tell them how to treat, like, you know, show them yeah, how to treat me. By the way, I treat myself because if y'all both clueless, y'all both going to be sitting up there looking weird. The blind like, leading the blind. Yeah. Yeah. Three blind, <laughs> two blind mice. Y'all be sitting right. there with little pics trying to exactly. walk around with each other, trying to figure it out, you know? So exactly. I agree wholeheartedly with that. Yeah. Oh, and so... To go back to what you were saying when you said mm-hmm. um, you and your wife, you had said um, y'all were both kind of like um, uh, very independent people. Guarded, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Independent people, um, but y'all loved each other. How my my question is: How do you know when love is not enough for the relationship, <laughs> and love just? It's like, I love you, but, you know, it's not enough to keep this relationship together. So Mm -hmm. could you um, speak on that? Yeah, I think when it's um, Mm -hmm. detrimental to who you are and who you want to become and who you know you you want to become, um, I think when the relationship is hurting you and limiting you, I think that's when you know it's it's not the right fit. Even if you love that person, which is way back to one of the earlier questions, um, loving someone and then being in love is different. So... um, Yeah, I think it just comes down to that. When you feel limited or you feel the ceiling is getting closer and closer to you or you feel uh, you can't be your full authentic true self, uh, you're not comfortable anymore. Um, And when it's when it's to the detriment of you, I think that's when it's time to let it go. Yeah, Yeah. people got to learn to let stuff go. I'm learning how to let some things go, some people go because... um, some people will hurt you or vice versa. And you just got to know when enough is enough and when to tap out. Yeah. Because like, yeah. I don't want to be in pain all the time. And also too, what helps with that, Amai, what I've learned is um, as far as letting people go, if people are struggling with, with how to do that. What helped me was this equation of we as humans only have a certain capacity of 
mm. what we can allow in and, and, and hold in our life. We only have a certain amount of space, okay? Mm. If you have people in your life who are no longer serving you, what they're also doing is preventing someone else to come in to occupy that same space, right? So it helps you letting go of people and, and experiences is understanding like I'm also blocking the right people that are supposed to be in my life. So you have to recycle every now and then you got to funnel some things out in order to make more room. And so that really helped me understand like, man, like having this person in my life is actually, first of all, it's toxic. Second of all, it's limiting the right people to have in my life. So it's like a double, you know, negative. So, yeah. You are preaching to the choir because, because <laughs> uh, going back to whenever we first like met off of like, you know, Instagram yeah. off of this, uh, mm-hmm. like, you know, your podcast and everything, I was going through a time and like, you know, friendship like you know um with well, with the person who was detrimental to me and my yeah. mental health and it was when right. I tell you it was the hardest thing was to let go of that friendship and when I really thought about it hindsight later mm-hmm. after that kind of like ended and I really was like I was like why was I like why couldn't I let this go why mm-hmm. did I still feel like I just was like I still felt like I just I just needed it and and it really came down to it was, was it was, I, I felt as though I needed that person to be me and I needed that person's mm-hmm. validation. And then also um, that person made me feel like, you know, needed in a way of being like, Oh, I know so much more than this person. Cause you know, she always need to come to me for help. You know, when in reality, mm-hmm. that's not a friendship. You don't, you you shouldn't need a person like that to like be whole, be who you are. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is hindsight. I was like, sis, what were you doing? Cause it was just, yeah. I was so wrapped up in this other person sure. and I was dwindling my own light. And I'm glad mm-hmm. that I'm able to mm-hmm. kind of like think about it and then talk with you to kind of sure. learn like, Hey, like if something is detrimental to you, Please let it go. Mm-hmm. It'll be better in the long run. I'm here to tell you, it'll be better yeah. in the long run. Okay, I'm <laughs> right, doing much sure. better. And and like yeah. you know, uh, that person as mm-hmm. well. I hope uh, they're doing a whole sure. a lot better because it's not. It was not conducive to either of us because um, mm-hmm. because of me, I was um, I didn't speak up for myself. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say like, hey, this is bothering me. Um, because I have fear of, of that person leaving mm-hmm. or getting upset with me and then fighting. And I didn't like Conflict. confrontation. Like I don't yeah, like, yeah. I used to be the person I was like, I'm a, I'm a hold my tongue. Uh, no, mm-hmm. I don't do that mm-hmm. anymore because, because that caused a lot more problems. And looking back, I was like, and I'm not going to put it all on me, but it was, mm-hmm. I played a big part in why that didn't work out. Mind you, right. we we may not have like you know um, aligned whatsoever, but it was I played a part in the whole downfall of that for just not saying how I felt from jump. Right. If somebody makes you feel bad, you should say how you feel, and it would have saved me and that person trouble from being like, hey, you know what? If I can't talk to you, maybe we don't need to be friends. And, and it would have saved everybody the time, the energy, you know, sure. the pain. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. yeah, but you needed that. But you needed to go through that to know that, though. And now you know next yeah. time you better prepare. I did. And honestly, can we just, 
I'm going to clap it up for that friendship because I learned so much from that. And also I wouldn't be who I am today without it. I probably wouldn't have this podcast because a Mm -hmm. lot of my podcast is about like, you know, what I went through in those friendships that were not positive and it wind up turning out to be positive. So sometimes you go through hell and high water to get to the like, you know, the um you know mm-hmm. the um the growth. greatness yeah the growth and the, the greatness. greatness yeah you know yeah. and so yeah. to end it all well one more question after this sure. um to wrap it up but uh, on this question in my mm-hmm. class we were talking about the um the um problem of pain and then we were reading um um a a um story a book whatever you want to call it we were reading it and it was basically asking of this question is is love um synonymous with pain so would you agree or disagree with that same question um I know it's a deep one. <laughs> it's yeah, a philosophy yeah. class I, question. It's yeah, a philosophy great. question. That's great. It's like the one time I wish I went to college. I wish I had had this class. Um, <laughs> is love synonymous with pain? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to find another way, but yes, it is. I, um, I'm trying to think of all the times, you know, in, in my life and my relationship and relationships and experiences. Um, and I can't remember a time where I had one without the other. So yes, it, it is synonymous. Um, and I guess I'll say it is, this is the type of pain I don't mind going through though. You know what I mean? So, Cause it's worth it, so to speak. Um, and even if it doesn't work out, it's still, it's okay. You know, one thing that uh, was such a, a crucial pillar stone, cornerstone piece rather in, in my life um, when I was 30 I went through this like self-intervention. Uh, at the time, my therapist gave me this. He said, um, I'm going to give you the win-win formula. He said, no matter what, when you put yourself out there into a relationship, friend or romantic, it's going to be a win-win. The obvious win is it works out. But the win is still, even if it doesn't work out, you know that you're capable of putting yourself out there you know you're capable of allowing yourself to possibly be hurt, to possibly be rejected or redirected, right? But so that's still a win because I never knew that, right? So I was always like, it worked or it didn't. There was like no middle. It was just like, yes or no. And in this case, there was, I realized it and I was going back now and like the Rolodex of all my other relationships, like, man, there were so many takeaways still for the positive that I could use today. You know, I, I say this and a part of me was just being petty, but the other part of it is true. My ex was grooming me to be a groom. <laughs> I had to go through a lot yeah. of the shit. I had to go through a lot mm-hmm. of the mud with her in order to weed out and work through what I needed to, in order to be a husband today. Yeah. There is no way that version of me would be married today to my wife. There is just, my wife would have been like, uh, thanks for coming out, but no, <laughs> you know? So I had to go through a lot of it. And um, so I say all that because 
during that intervention and, and during those hard moments with exes, plural, there was a lot of pain there. There's love, but there was also a lot of pain. But now here I am on the love side of things, and I wouldn't have this without going through that pain. So it is synonymous. And I appreciate that question because you just really made me think about a lot of things. It's a great question. Thank you. I, shout out to my philosophy teacher. Yeah. She knows she is. She's For a great sure. teacher. And I always just like think and and to piggyback off what you said about like um wishing you had taken I'm like, you know, this class. I feel like even like, you know, going through this class at this new school. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't, don't nobody want to know about philosophy. I was like, what is philosophy going to teach mm-hmm. me? I was like, I don't want to learn about no theology. I was like, I don't want to read all of that. Right. Okay. Right. I don't want right. to read these books because it's a lot of read. Okay. Mm-hmm. Teachers, if y'all listening, I'm sorry. It's a lot to read. Um, hopefully change <laughs> the syllabus, please. Anyways, um, yeah. I digress. Um, but it has taught me so much about life and it has made me think and it, and, and I think it's made my life richer in a small way it's made me think of things that I would have never thought of or that I was too scared to think of it and it actually like makes you like really think about life and that's why I'm saying young people I know I sound like an old woman but I like to call myself (laughs) old because I feel like I am a you know old person and a young person body but like Mm -hmm. really younger people in my generation I feel like it's really important for us to to like think deeply because I don't see a lot of us doing that. I don't see many people thinking as deep. And I feel like if we thought really deeply about things, it would save us a lot of heartache because we all talk about he, this dude did this, this girl did this to us. Like, you know, and I feel like if we just sat down and really thought about it and then really just thought about what is the, you know, meaning of life, which we not get into all that, but I'm just saying if we had those like, <laughs> those like philosophical like talks, especially with like, you know, one another, you know, I feel like people would wind up being like, wow, I like this person that I never thought that I would like. And I learned so much about this person and our friendships and our relationships would be so much deeper because Mm -hmm. it can't just be, Mm -hmm. I think you cute and you think I'm cute. It can't just be lust. Like it can't just be full on lust. Like it had like, where's it going to go? If you want to be married, Mm -hmm. as we say, right. You can't, everybody going to get old. Way, way more than that. Yeah, yeah. everybody going to get saggy. Like, um, mm-hmm. so what's up here, you know? What else? And right. so then to just end this um, off, what, uh, what do you want people to kind of take away from this conversation? So what is JD's sure. take? <laughs> yeah. Um, hopefully, you know, we've, we've, touched enough on the work part of of relationships you know again whether it's marriage or just um relationships um and i will say that yeah there's going to be a lot of times where it's way harder work than than you signed up for but i guess my takeaway is just know that it's worth it even if it doesn't work back to that win-win um you still have a win for yourself you learned you're always going to learn way more from your failures than your successes so once I understood that, I was like excited to fail. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I was like, well, shit, at least now I know what I don't want or what I don't need. That is very clear now. When I was your age, I had a list of, of what I wanted in, in a wife. 
And there were so many things of what I wanted, what I wanted, what I wanted, and very little of what I didn't want. When I turned 30, it was the complete opposite. There was so much of what I didn't want and a couple of things of what I wanted. And the reason why it shifted is because I was like, I have to just be willing to, to adapt. Like I have my boundaries and I have my, my internal compass for the most part, but you know, the, the material things and the, and the physical things, I'm like, whatever, you know what I mean? But this is like, what I don't want is concrete because my energy and my time and my efforts are something that cannot be for nothing. And if you come into contention with that, I I can't do it. I I won't do it. So, um, I, again, my, my final takeaway is just understanding that the work is worth it, even if it doesn't work out. I should have said that. (laughs) (laughs) But I like the whole tie together with a little bow. If you didn't hear anything else, then you heard that. Okay. That is worth it. Okay. Which a plug for my, uh, podcast that um just came out today which is Mm. uh which is am am i worth it and we talk about Mm. self-worth so if you haven't already go check it out you know go check it out you know a little self promo um and so to kind of end it i would say my take amaya's take Mm. um Mm. would be um to for me uh, would be to don't don't be afraid to like, you know, leap and take that risk just in my own life because I'm not a risk taker by like, you know, nature. So, so don't be afraid to like, you know, love, you know, and it's okay to like, to like give love and then also, um, you know, receive it. And mm-hmm. also to be mindful of just who you are allowing in your space and who you are right. giving that love to because not everybody deserves the love. Mm-hmm. Not everybody deserves it. So mm-hmm. that would be my take in a nutshell with a nice little bow on top. Perfect. Um, and, and so I just want to say thank you so much for being here and doing this because I mean, I learned so much about this topic and and this was a great conversation, a beautiful conversation that I was yeah. actually nervous in the beginning because I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, I've never done this before with a guest. <laughs> my first guest, I was like, I don't know how this oh, is going to go. So I was yeah. like, I was like, hopefully we get somewhere. Hopefully I'm not fumbling and hopefully that it can be a, you know, productive conversation that is also like easygoing. So just thank you so for much sure. for being here. Also, plug your podcast please your podcast on sure well. yeah um and before i do that i just want to say mm-hmm. um you did a great job amaya you really did like you you know i appreciate the outline from one person who creates them to another <laughs> um it helps uh you you made this effortless organic it was a great flow and also um good for you for stepping out of your comfort zone you know this is the first time you've, you've done something like this and uh, I'm sure the intimidation factor was there and like you said, you were nervous, like, but I couldn't tell. So you did a great job. I'm, I'm super happy for you. Um, my show is called Who Can Relate? It's uh, available on all podcast platforms as well as YouTube. And again, I co-host another show called Enjoy the Podcast. Same thing. We're on YouTube and all podcast platforms. My Instagram is at Mr. Just Davis. And uh, yeah, I just um, this was great. This is really great. It's it's rare that I'm a guest, so it was nice. (laughs) Just thank you so much. And everybody, y'all know what to do. Stay blessed, stay beautiful. And this was our take. 